Hello, and welcome to Liberate Your Soul, a podcast designed to quiet the inner imposter, awaken you to truths known within all of us, so that you can discover your purpose, heal heart wounds, and find where you fit in to feel whole and allow you to make positive, lasting impact on the world. I'm your host, Kelly Pierce, a certified business and personal coach. I help top performers find their authentic selves in order to come from a confident decision-making place. As a fellow seeker, I have found that liberating the soul enables anyone to transition from anxiety to acceptance. It is my hope to provide you with inspiration and tools to help you feel confident, joyful, and loved. To learn more or to connect with me, go to www.quantumhighways.com. Hello, and welcome back to Liberate Your Soul. I really want to talk to you about soul liberation and transcendence and how sometimes we can feel like we can one day be on top of the world and feel that transcendent feeling and then immediately want to feel like jumping off a cliff. And yes, this has happened to me. It has happened to me many times in my young life. Um... Yes. (laughs) Please don't write in and say you're concerned about my safety. Um, It is part of some deep inner work that I have done, and I am perfectly healthy, perfectly normal, and an extremely contented woman. One of the divine laws is that of polarity. And if you listen to our episode number 22, we talked about some of the divine laws. And I just want to continue that a little bit and explain to you about polarity and this pendulum kind of thought and expound on that. So how can I feel transcendent and then want to jump off a cliff just a few hours later? Oh gosh, it's heart-wrenching, guys, and I don't know if you have felt that way before, but when you're just sitting on top of the world and it feels so wonderful and the sun is shining and the birds are singing and you can see butterflies going by and everything just feels right. You're content. You don't need a thing. You're just simply happy being yourself. And then all of a sudden, It just seems like wham, out of nowhere, you get hit with this crippling depression or sadness or loneliness or fatigue or all three or four. I don't know. I lose count. It's just this despairing pit of sorrow that comes over like a crashing wave. Sometimes it's cloaked in grief. Sometimes it's just like who knows where it comes from, but you could just, you just don't want to be around anyone. It just feels so debilitating. Well, that, my friends, is polarity. When we move forward in continuum, 
it has the opposite effect to transform and concentrate on the opposite. So your mental vibrations might be one of positivity and focusing on maybe you're a meditator like me. I've been meditating since I was 14 years old and I was introduced to Buddhism and Taoism and I started to do it as a daily practice to keep me stable in a changing environment. And so I've been doing meditation for 26 years. So you feel like, okay, this is great. Everything's stable and you feel pretty good, but then something slams you from the outside and it kind of hits you like that pendulum and it starts you to swinging in one direction or another. It might be a phone call from someone that is full of excited news, whether that's positive news or negative news. Maybe it's someone with a job opportunity. Maybe it's someone with horrible health news. Maybe it's you, your own internal thought life that is concerned for the safety and well-being of your loved ones. Or maybe you just have a memory that surfaces through about how things used to be and how they're never going to be that way again, whether it's due to divorce or death or just changing seasons. Maybe your children have gone off to college and you're facing a new normal. In today's world, that new normal can have so many different meanings for so many people. It's usually when you're on this beautiful, you know, high, not high from drugs, not high from euphoria of false induction, but a euphoric feeling in your mind that's just an emotion that feels so transcendent. You're transcendent of emotion almost, but it can be followed by a crashing low. For me, I had this feeling most recently, I'd have to say it was about a year ago, um, maybe a year and a half ago even, I've really been able to master and and grasp uh I think once we know a thing, we get more powerful in our uh, self-understanding, our self-awareness. So for myself, I was able to come to grips with the knowledge of this particular um, phenomena. It was being so powerful in my own beingness. So I was meditating outside and I was really just enjoying, like I said, it was a simple, blissful moment. And I was coming to, I was upgrading some Reiki energies. You may know I'm a Reiki Holy Fire 3 practitioner. I still go on Usui principles. That's where I was taught. But Holy Fire is just a most recent upgraded energies. And so I was meditating on the Holy Fire Three energies. It was a beautiful day. The clouds were going by. It was sunny and butterflies were in my backyard. I live in South Florida, so they're prominent. It was nice. The forest was there. I was just breathing into the life force energy, which is what Reiki means. It's spiritually guided life force energy. So I was kind of communing with nature and just really feeling that powerful I amness, just I am one and one is within me. And so really just enjoying this powerful feeling of all that is. 
as I was going through the day later on, I was struck by the magnitude of the powerfulness of all that is the universe. And it's almost like I felt so small, whereas I had felt so powerfully in tune with nature and all that was and all that is creator God just hours before I was struck by I'll give you an analogy so you can think about a beach and when you go to the beach and you put your feet in the sand and it feels so nice and you hear the waves crashing by well I was struck by the fact that I was just one tiny pebble of sand on one beach of which there are hundreds and hundreds of beaches in this earth and many grains of sand have tumbled across many waves of ocean water throughout millennia of time and before my birth and many years after my death that it didn't really matter what I did on this earth that my momentary bliss would quickly be surpassed by any emotion that there would be that despite any powerful flow of healing energy that I might provide that I'm so small and that the things that I want to achieve and accomplish in this life I could be so trivial and perhaps what I want to achieve I'm not capable of doing so that polarity was like a magnet it was almost not just attracting what I wanted to do in my peacefulness but it was repelling it if you've ever held two magnets together with the same ends like the two positive ends you know that they kind of push against each other with a force field or the two negative ends it's like a force field but if you put the positive and the negative ends toward each other they click together and they stick together so it was just this polarity of emotion that just welled up within me so the peace that i felt in my meditation was just juxtaposed by commotion and and anxiety and fear and all of these things that just bubbled up out of seemingly nowhere and I don't know about you but for me I'm really I try to be hyper aware of what I'm doing externally not just in my thought life or my emotions but how much I sleep whether I'm eating a balanced meal you know regularly or mostly balanced maybe if I have more vegetables at lunch I try to have a little bit of more protein at night or something like that you know I studied nutrition when I was a young woman and I was lifting weights all the time so I know what my body needs to function at its optimum and always always hydration I know that even if I'm tired or I didn't eat enough my brain can function with extra dose of hydration part of that is growing up growing the rest of the way up in the desert so where we are in the world whether it's mentally or physically it can be an external and an internal balance and it's almost like walking a tightrope in today's world when we see so many things going on, like <laughs> the COVID, we just call it the COVID in my house because pretty much anything, I'm always <laughs> adjusting it just to put a capital T-H-E on it. So it's 
I still call it the Facebook and it's the COVID. So it's the COVID or it's the politics or it's the whatever, you name it. It's the hurricane season. And so people tend to be on edge. Something I really want to share with you in today's podcast episode is understanding what is yours and what is the world's. And being mindful and practicing meditation is one tool that really comes in handy. But there's also things like shielding and breathing. And while those sound kind of maybe you're thinking like gladiators holding up their shields, but maybe you are an energy practitioner or maybe you've worked with Qigong or Tai Chi. And it's very similar to that in that you just visualize an energy force field around you and you just allow whatever divine power that you believe in to shield you from things that aren't yours. I'm reminded of one time that I was driving in the car. Um, It was about the same time. Energies were really high last year and I think it was in anticipation of this year's crazy events, but I was feeling so anxious And I knew that everything was going pretty well in life, and I didn't have too much reason for concern, but I started feeling anxiety in the car. And I thought, gosh, I was, everything's good, and I have no concerns on the surface. And um, I, I went a little deeper, and I felt it coming from outside of me. I thought, I didn't shield my energy. So I just took a quick moment to breathe. And I pictured the breath coming from my crown chakra, which is above our head by um, about a foot to maybe a little less than a foot. If you go to just above the crown chakra, there's a star chakra, but we won't get too much into that in this episode. But you can breathe from the divine and you can imagine it pouring out from well above the stratosphere and just coming into your crown chakra like a divine light in whatever color you imagine it to be. I tend to go with a almost no color, um, but almost blinding white color. And I just breathe that in through my crown, through my third eye, into my throat, into my heart. And since I was taught Usui Reiki, I always think of the third eye as a hara, H-A-R-A, and the heart as a central hara, and then into my sacral as my life force hara, our life-giving hara. It's the same in every person. It's just below the navel. And then you can go all the way down to your feet, and you can just breathe that in, take a couple of deep breaths, and just ask for protection. For me, I pray to Heavenly Father, or God, or Creator, or Source. I use many names for Lord God, but um, I just pray for protection. Also, using some of his more formal names, um, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is our banner, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord is our provider, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord is my healer, many, many names. So I can go on about that, but I won't too much. So I'll just pray. And also, if I'm guided to pray to any um, angels or archangels or holy military that might surround me and protect me and shield me from this energy that I'm feeling. I'll also ask them to take and cleanse me and take away this energy and just transmute it. 
just go ahead and if you listen to the last episode, you know that we can transmute that energy and change the conditions of our lives. So I was able to do this. And when I had the anxiety in the car, I did this. And that day that I just really wanted to jump off a cliff, I was able to do the same thing. There were other times that I just felt extreme loneliness. And this was more when I lived in Las Vegas and was living on my own. It was after my divorce. And I truly, I I would weep. I would just allow the energy to flow through me. And I didn't ask for help until I allowed the emotions to pass through me. I allowed the emotions to be felt to their fullest. I don't think that this lifetime is supposed to be 100% fun and roses and sunshine and rainbows. I believe that this lifetime is supposed to be lived fully and experienced. Again, with the polarity and thinking about the pendulum, if you think about those silly science balls that are on um, silver, they're like balls that are either silver or pewter, and they go back and forth. If you start one at one end and they click back and forth, they're made of kinetic energy. So the kinetic energy, it goes back and forth if you start it. I feel like our emotions are often like that and polarity can be demonstrated that way. It moves back and forth. It has the opposite um, transformation of energy and our mental vibrations can go like that. One day when I was feeling particularly lonely, I just allowed myself to completely scrub my house from top to bottom. I was just crying and scrubbing the shower And I remember finally feeling exhausted. And it wasn't until I let myself feel the fullness of that emotion that I reached out for help. I knew that it was fully my emotion. I knew that it was fully out of my control whether or not I could feel less lonely in some respects of the word. I mean, certainly I could have called up friends, but... It was this soul loneliness. It was a feeling of disconnect that, you know, I just wanted a hug and there was no one that really could offer me that hug. And so that's when I began to pray. And I began to pray for a change in my life circumstances that I could be near someone who wanted to be near me. That I could have someone enter my life who would be love's equal. Prior to that time in my life, I had been married, of course. It was post-divorce. I had known family life. I had been around other people, but never had I met my own love's equal. It can be so lonely. Just because you're married doesn't mean that you feel the fulfillment that you expect to feel on your wedding day. You know as well as I do that you can be in a crowd of people and still feel lonely. So feeling fulfilled and feeling together with someone is a state of mind. It's a state of beingness. And it's something that I feel can be met 
when you meet your love's match, when you have someone who can meet that vibration where it is, it's equal. I feel that same state of connection when I'm in nature. And it was at the beginning of this podcast when I started talking about transcendence and feeling that connected feeling. It doesn't need to be necessarily around my loved ones in order to feel that all-encompassing, unconditional love feeling. Too often, people do place expectations and conditions on love. For instance, even mothers expect their children to behave with some sort of decorum or, um, you know, they don't expect them to steal from them and still love. They don't expect them to punch them in the face and still love them the same way. There's certain conditions on the type of love. There's conditions on your marriage, on your partnership, right? You, your, your love partner would expect you to meet their expectations by fidelity or loyalty or kindness. You wouldn't want to uh, stay together with someone who was constantly going out on you or constantly cutting you down. And if you are in that kind of a relationship, then I'm truly sorry. And I, I, I hope that you can evaluate what it is that you're receiving from that and hopefully this will give you strength know that you're worthy of so much more you're worthy of receiving the type of love that you can um, be fully reciprocal in that you possess the type of love inside of you and it surrounds you completely in all of the universe at all times that you can tap into When we really go through life and we look at it in a objective point of view, almost through a third person perspective, not as the emotions are impacting us, but we take a step back and we look at ourselves as we're moving forward and we're working with other people toward a common goal. Let's just say you have a common goal to have a a nice life, right? Nice life, nice house, eat good food, do fun things. It can keep that pendulum swing on a balanced level. And it can allow you to really move forward in a, a nice, even keeled way. But when you experience things that are big and you experience things that are your mind has trouble grasping, such as the entire universe chose to um, have me in it, and I am not only a component, but an integral part of it. And without my participation, then all of these events that have happened up until this point that I was a component of would never have occurred quite in the way that they did. And it gets to be so much for the mind to contemplate and it just kind of wants to purge and does not compute. If you've grown up in any sort of um, environment where you were made to believe that you were less than or not worthy of, or even if you have told yourself stories that 
you're just not quite good enough or you don't have what it takes, then when you're shown certain things in meditation or through prayer or worship or things like that, that you have a much bigger piece to play in the story, whether that's your life or someone else's life, maybe the life of a young person, it can be a lot to take and it can be like, oh my gosh, what if I screw it up? But I'm here to tell you that you can't screw it up. That just by the very fact that you are alive and you are breathing and you are making choices, that you are continuing to put one foot in front of the other and doing the best that you can. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to continue. One of the secrets of life that I was... Uh, gifted with understanding is the beauty of being alive and one of our purposes for being here is the preservation of life and so just by continuing to breathe continuing to be alive and nourishing your body your mind your soul and that of the people around you with goodness and with the best way that you know how You don't have to know everything. You don't have to do everything or be everything or have everything. But just by doing the best that you can, that's all that there is. It's that simple. I mean, sure, there are mysteries of the universe that we just do not understand and we never will. It's not until second life. It's not until the liberation of death that we'll really understand everything that we're meant to understand. That's part of the mystery and the beauty and the fun of figuring it all out. The discovery of really being, uh, having the, the magic revealed to us. That's the magical part of being alive and the fun and feeling the emotions, whether they are positive or negative. You know, whether they cause us to weep for sorrow or weep for joy, it's just part of overcoming and becoming who we are. That's totality. That's that feeling transcendent. Those are those feelings so powerful and so big and so strong, knowing that, you know, As cliche as it sounds, you really have made it through 100% of your bad days. If there's one thing I can leave you with, it's, it's to know that you're good enough. It's to know that you get to take care of you. You don't need to put it in someone else's hands. And if you're going through something challenging right now, it's okay to put it in someone else's hands. And that in our weakness, we can become strong. We can become more powerful in our gratitude, in our love, in our appreciation, so that that way we can pay it forward and we can have more understanding and more love and more gratitude and appreciation and become more capable. I hope this is helpful for you. I hope that... You don't jump off that cliff. I hope that you, like I do, take some time to carefully ponder the 
um, ramifications of what that would mean and you can allow yourself some outlets of creative expression, whether that's through writing or song or even a podcast of your own. I know for me, I've, I've chosen to write. I've chosen to color. I've chosen to go for a walk. I've chosen to use yoga as an, a movement of energy. There's so many different ways that you can allow these energies to move through you and not be so impactful to you. If you need help with an individual plan to help you get to the next level and help you make sense of all of this stuff, whether it's your internal landscape or the external landscape that's having an impact on your internal thought life, I'm here for you. You can email me at info at quantumhighways.com or you can always visit my website, www.quantumhighways.com. Until next time, take care.